This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before This reminds me of my idea for a, um, a self-defense class where you teach women how to do self-defense moves, but it's out of a dead sleep. So in the <laughs> class, you have to fall asleep in the class. That's part of it. That's good. You essentially just give everyone deep trauma is what yeah. you're doing <laughs> so that they immediately wake up ready hey, to strike. I want to get my money's worth. You know, it's L.A. Boy, congratulations to the partners of all those women who sleep in bed with <laughs> That's them. That's exactly what my boyfriend said. He was constantly like, being mauled. I was like, doesn't that sound like a good idea? And he's like, not for me. <laughs> um, today on the podcast, we have a guest and we have a episode, guys. Um, Veronica did not watch all of it. I told her not to because... Veronica's really stressed out right now, and I don't want her to get too horny, um, which is stressful for her. So I, I watched it for her, and Will Weldon is our guest today, everybody, on the podcast. Will wee, Weldon, wee, wee, old wee, friend wee. of mine. Just, yeah. Wow, what a... Buddy of mine. Don't get too horny. <laughs> don't get too horny. That's why we brought you on. So... <laughs> don't it, worry. Amazing. The mood can only go a certain... Getting horny during next gen is so grim to me. <laughs> it's like so dark. Just somebody like, I gotta stop watching or I'm just gonna fucking crank off right here in my bedroom. <laughs> this episode, though, did like get... I mean, because it's Picard, you oh, know? It's all... Oh, God. I get... I get so horny when the b- black goo uh, swallows up ensign whoever. It's Tasha Yar. Tash- Tasha Yar. Tasha. Yeah, mom. You're like, you're like that's the that's the um, Chicago and Tasha Yar. It's, it's uh, that's, Tasha Year. That's pr- uh, Prairie Talk, and my niece's name is Natasha. So Just like, shut up. Yeah, it's Natasha. 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 Whoa, that's talk about grim. Look, it's look, it's you know how Natasha. we talk out there. Taco, drama, Mario, pasta. It's it's not great. But it is. Um so uh so Will Weldon, you actually watch Star Trek and you've seen all TVs. No. I I I have not watched an episode of Next Generation since I was a kid. My mom watched it. I can't believe you were ever a kid, first uh, of all. Oh, yeah. You're uh, not a person that- I was like a happy kid, too. Um, 
I was. I was still kind of anxious, but That's I was awesome. like a happy kid. Um, I just love to goof around and get attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it was. I used to think it was weird that my <laughs> That's mom. That's so nice. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I'm ashamed of those days. Uh, my mom watched Next Gen, and for a long time I thought it was weird, and then I looked into it and I was like, oh, that show was, like, popular. Like, was, like, <laughs> one of the most popular shows on television. Right. Like, 12 million people watched it mm-hmm. every single She's week. She's not being, like, quirky. Yeah, yeah no, because I was like, why is my mom into science fiction? I was like, yeah. oh, my mom was just doing the thing she does where she watches the same TV as everybody else yeah. who's super regular. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was for basic bitches, honestly. Yeah. At the time. Well, there's no need. Well, there's to, like there's no like crass <laughs> about it. How no, many how many ooh. networks were there ac- active at the time? Like in well, the at that time, internet. There were probably five. I guess it was the '80s, so we didn't have UPN yet. So uh, right, th- it would have been the four. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I bet like sixty percent of the population was in a show, and then like <laughs> the other three were like split between. And like, in Canada, they had like less. Yes. Um, one, always if, one less. If you watch anything other than CBC, the police come to your home and, and they, uh, make you stick your tongue on a you. super cold pole. That's the, that's how we punish people in Canada. Oh, I haven't talked to you probably about this show that's that funny. I discovered. I didn't discover it when I was in Canada, but somebody showed it to me called, um, it's like a it's like Canada's version of Cops. Oh, I, yeah, I wouldn't know. I, I mean, I it's, haven't lived there for 12 years. Okay, but it's pretty crazy and amazing because it's like, Way much, way more low budget, but also like I don't think that they than cops. Yeah, cops is all body is like dashboard cam footage. But in the sense that like what they edited in and left in is way more unregulated. Like they didn't seem to have like it seemed like it was edited instead of cops, where it seems like they had like a whole team about like how to market this show and make it most exciting with 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 this show, which I can't remember the name of, but I'll remember it. It's like. One guy is editing it, and the guy has a vision about like these stories of these criminals, and it's all it's it gets so it's like we tried to actually contact the guy who edited it because it was so crazy, and he exists still. But um, so it's like uh, and also they don't usually use guns; they use like German shepherds. Yeah, you're and not they, um uh. It's like a whole in Toronto. There's a movement to take tasers away from police. Wow! Because they occasionally kill people with tasers. <laughs> That's a lot of tasers. Yeah, they're way they're way less armed in Canada, yeah. but they're still the absolute worst. Like yeah. Montreal is one of the worst police brutality problems in North America. And without so in instead of guns, these guys are going zero to German Shepherd, and like <laughs> no, they're like, and it's something like where they'll be like, uh, hey buddy, you got to get out from under the house, or <laughs> all right. I see under there, we're going to have to let the dogs go, okay? If you don't get out. All right, let them go. And then like yeah. two seconds in, and then it's like, gah, 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 and then you hear a guy screaming, and it's like so insane. That happened. My sister's high school boyfriend, him and uh, some of his friends broke into their high school. They got uh, drunk and broke into their high school, and when they found there was nothing really to steal, they started just like making hamburgers. <laughs> and so the police showed up, and uh, they ran, and the cops like let the dogs go, and like the dogs like chewed them up a little bit. Whoa. And her uh, Matt, he was like so mad about it, and I I remember being like, like looking back, I'm like, yeah, it's like bad, but also like, I don't know, like uh, what did you expect? Why like, did they? Yeah. yeah, you broke into the like, 
it, there was no there was no reason for you to do any like they broke into the school with no real plan and then they ran if they had just when the cops had showed up if they'd just been like you got us we I broke go, it in the school I go to the school they would have been so much better off right. than what ended up happening to them but Never yeah, run. I do know a guy who got chewed on by uh police dogs no yeah that sounds really bad I <clears throat> oh uh are you oh, showing it to I me found right it. now? I found it. Let's just, let's just listen to it. Oh, Under um, Arrest. Under Arrest is what it's called. This is this is a Canadian show. <laughs> it's so dark. You are under arrest. <laughs> they have a song. This is the kind of stuff Jose will watch. quite capable enough to... Drive. So we're just gonna try and pull it over here and see what's Hey, going bud, on. what are you up to? What are you doing that's there? That's always what it is. Hey, bud. Hey, uh, you got no cause to pull me over there, guy. Yes, that's exactly what it is every time. Step out of the car for me, please, sir. And also, a lot of it is in like central Canada where a lot of the population is indigenous so it's like just like so oh, yeah. grim and oh I think I've heard about this show and yeah it's like very dubious huh? how they get it's the rights so to dubious. show yeah. people yeah it's unbelievable okay I'm not buying that it was likely a couple more than two <laughs> I'm sorry it no. fascinates me to no end all right that cop so, was hot um, and then you just put on El Camino <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, did you see this movie no, there's some good scenes in it that's what it just opens with which is annoying I don't like that Netflix does that it's uh, uncalled autoplay is I've never there's no person on earth who likes autoplay nobody likes autoplay well actually if you like autoplay write in ha- tweet at us hashtag if, I like autoplay if you like <laughs> autoplay write in to your local psychiatric hospital <laughs> that somebody's writing in write them hospital. in and be like I'm gonna blow up a hospital so they come and get you and put you away forever that person we are worried about you uh, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez would say we you can still join society is that what she said what <laughs> do you remember when she was talking to mass shooters and she was like you got a choice we love you no, I don't engage. I don't engage with her like talking because that's when she goes full corny as hell. Like she you just go engage with her tweeting. Uh, what do you engage? A with little her? bit of like tweets or just like no, let us know if there's like something. If it, there's like something during like a congressional hearing or like something more prominent to do with politics, but she is like. Uh, like she's great on but a she's more an, personal level she's an arch cornball like yeah. she is so corny right and I that like I, I just like normie posting I just I my brain is so poisoned so with like, irony I can't do she's it she's also anymore. like younger than us by a bit oh yeah if I met if I met her I'd be like oh fuck yeah yeah exactly <laughs> which is this yeah. young child just being like cool exactly um child, I, child cop yeah I yeah I don't know <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what can I say? What do you mean we love you? She said we love you? Yeah. I I, I mean, maybe I'll look it up on the break, but I don't. I <laughs> I'm not feel, trying to like. I feel attacked, but sort of not. Sorry. Sort of by my own lack of facts. Okay. Um, and backing of the <laughs> But just like so, the follow up question. So, so you what watched you it as a kid. And then so have you watched it since at all? When did you watch it as a kid? I, I It's like I watched a little bit as a kid because it would be, I, you know, it ran in like syndication every Saturday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Um, like all the television I've watched just because I would watch TV all Saturday afternoon. It's like looking back and being like, oh, I was so better at scheduling my time back then than I am now. But what I would schedule would be like, 
okay, got to wake up at nine, watch Dragon Ball Z, and then, uh, you know, play uh, video games for a couple hours, and then, like, Saved by the Bell is on, and I'll watch that, and I'll go grab some lunch, maybe play Super Nintendo for another hour, and then, like, see whatever afternoon movie is playing on Global, you know? And... <laughs> Priorities. Very few friends. Oh, no, tons of friends. We just did it together. Oh, amazing. Okay. Well, it was like kids. You know, you have like three friends when you're a kid and you see each other all the time. And you mm -hmm. talk about the things you Yeah, watched. I loved yeah. my three friends that existed for sure. Oh, boy. I all loved right. them. I've um, had one friend. Your whole life? It was like rooms. <laughs> Instead of room, it was just rooms. In what way? So I'd like you to explain one, this joke. More than one room. That you were locked in? She was in a regular house, but she just I had one person. I thought I was locked in, and then one day I did try the door. I mean, if you think about it. <laughs> you had it, the choice all the time. If you oh, think about it, think isn't about the real the room real society? The, room. <laughs> the real room the real is like room. the culture. The political it's system. The system of the patriarchy. The system is the room, and it's our kid, kid is our ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Our you know what? You right. are right. <laughs> and I'm like Brie Larson, man. <laughs> Just I love breaking those big analogies down. And like, I'm going to give an, a speech when I win the Oscar and <laughs> refuse to stand next to Casey Affleck, man. I love it. My <laughs> refusal to stand next to Casey Affleck will be like how I got kicked out of Uniqlo for trying on too many things, what? man. That never happened. I'm just okay. breaking it down okay. into right. too specific. Yeah, it makes sense. You lost yeah. us. No, I'm with Veronica's with me. Okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm I here. I don't I'm here. believe you. I love that okay. it goes out of the universe of the room. It just like goes to Brie Larson's like life choices yeah. post the room. And then like me be her being in Captain Marvel <laughs> is like when I get to do good heroin, man. It's like weirdly specific. <laughs> the show, not really good heroin. Right, right, right. <laughs> Super pure heroin. <laughs> It's a local comedy show that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super, super pumped to do like straight up China White. <laughs> China White, that's the good stuff, right? I'd, I've had, yes. I've had. <laughs> I've had. Uh, one yes. Now I've had Black goods. Tar. <laughs> and I don't, you know, I've had Black Tar and it's like, if you're going to hang out with friends and go for it, I mean, you're not going to want to get. So I, I've done. You do heroin, heroin the way potheads talk about pot. Like, like Black Tar is like indica, like a nice mellow high. <laughs> So cash. Yeah, China you White just, is like if you want to do things, like who, a sativa. The guy who tries to open a brick and mortar heroin, <laughs> heroin place store. Yes. Just jars <laughs> filled with heroin. Like, we, you want to smell the heroin? We <laughs> <laughs> and it's all modern inside. Um, I've done a good heroin a few times, and I've only had one good set ever. So I'll say that. Just everybody in your life? Thinks, everybody thinks it's a good show, and I don't have good set on good <laughs> heroin ever. I always bomb on that show. And I don't know what it is, because I've done other shows where I can see people's faces with perfect clarity, and it's outdoors. Like The Laugh Factory? No, uh, mm. I'm thinking of The Pleasure Chest. Okay. Like other shows where the lighting is not conducive to comedy, where you can see everyone in the audience perfectly. Yeah, The Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory's not lit well. I'm really? not being crazy here. I'm not saying To the you're listeners being... at home, I'm getting looks like I'm nuts. I am not and giving And if Jamie you... Masada is listening. To the listeners. I'm not giving you a look at <laughs> Don't give me I grief. Just... I can what? just see the whole crowd on stage. I wasn't aware of that. I don't perform again at the Laugh Factory enough. Oh, are you not a 27-year-old man who's no. on like three MTV shows? I'm, and, and that's what's weird. I, a common misconception. You do perform in white tank tops a lot, though. <laughs> I try. You know, I get out there uh it's part of my routine so uh don't remember what we were talking about before that you've got something to say. you don't do well Amazon? on outside shows
Oh, well, I have a big question for everyone. I just, um, <laughs> I'm trying to see if I want to buy a Sunny inflatable footrest pillow for travel. Mm-hmm. Stay with me. Or an airplane footrest hammock. Now, I, I'm, I'm positive I was told this was a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> so, again, this is the second episode in a row in which the guest has lost the, control and asked the second one if this is a Star Trek podcast. So you inflate this thing, this three-level thing? No, and, I wasn't confused about you what you it, meant by inflatable pillow. And you put it under your Maybe feet. Maybe Will needs to be un- understand what this is. Listen, I have two 10-hour flights coming up. Yeah, you're and, going on safari, right? And I, yes. this? Oh, I listened to an episode before I did this. And I'm pretty restless. I'm I'm telling you to send me this link right now because I want it today. Okay. This is what I would order if okay. I were you. And How it much comes room? with an eye mask. How much room do you have? You can stretch your legs out and this use an inflatable pillow. This is for coach. Pillow. It's for how that little space in between coach. Like if you want to like cross oh, your right. legs. Okay. It's to lean your legs on. All right. I mean, or why are you mad? No, no. I'm saying that and it, I was like, okay, that's fair. That's the only yeah, tone yeah. you have to All describe right. that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's my just... wedding vows. I was like, yeah, sure, forever. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> okay. So there's just this inflatable little pile resigned. of thing. You're just gonna inflate it for a while and like go through that shame and yeah. then like throw it down Extremely there. Extremely and... blowjob I'm, motion you I'm... just did for inflating <laughs> the pillow, but okay. Hey guys, I'm, I'm so sad. What's this the other is not one? a visual thing. And then there's this foot hammock where like. Oh, f- so, have you? Oh, it's not. Wait, the f- look. You put it. Ooh. Mm. So it's a sling with like uh, individual uh, foot places. I like it. It's it's going to take up a lot less room in your travel luggage if you have that. You know what um, I'd like to buy is like a, Tell a, me. a strap to go around my forehead to hold my head back so I can just sleep sitting up oh, in I, the chair. Yes. I got you yeah. just the thing. Look. Oh, see. Th- I'm so sorry. I've been researching. Look at this fucking thing. Uh, this she is just, a- that's the sound of her Oh, sending. yeah. I've seen that. That's, I, I don't she love that. She just sent me much. that link. That's hilarious. That's a neck thing that's stiff so that your neck doesn't go places. That's yeah, not good. That creeps me and out. And it'll create more. horrible wrinkles on your face. But here's the thing <laughs> look at the reviews. I'm going to just show you. It has 11,400 reviews. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and it has, look, see more. So we have all the customers. Who's Seymour? Seymour. Oh, no. <laughs> I literally Look thought at- of saying that and then being like, oh, they'd like throw me out if I said <laughs> that joke. I appreciate your respect. <laughs> yes. You are okay. <laughs> My show, um, man. So like look at all the people sleeping on their own necks. Like so it's a it's a it's like a neck thing, a neck rest for the plane. How many dead look bodies have been left on planes because of these things? Look the at f- it. If it's eleven thousand reviews, a lot. Look at all these people. They're so happy. I know, but it's a more convoluted system than like a strap that like wraps yeah. your like. Yeah, yeah just I hold my th- head back. I think that's the best. Honestly, just get some <laughs> saran wrap or like plastic wrap. But you're and- gonna cover up the screen of the person's thing behind you. Good. That's the they sicken me. Oh my God. <laughs> they make me sick. Just pukes. Paul F. Tompkins tweeted that he was like adjusting his seat back and the person behind him goes like could, they said, could you stop moving your chair your chair, please? Could you stop bumping my laptop? I'm writing a very important paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um well well the search continues for things to make ten hour travel comfortable. Um meanwhile well, we watched episode So the hammock, right? The hammock is less? I think the hammock. Yeah. We watched episode twenty one, season Thank five. You. 
Um, the perfect mate. So the Netflix synopsis is the enterprise is unwittingly used to present a unique gift to an alien race, a beautiful empath whose sole purpose is to please her mate. I did not remember this episode vividly in any way. And I didn't watch it. I don't think since it was in syndication, I was a kid. So, um, I was surprised at a lot of it. A, how horny it made me. Um, it did. B, how basic it was. See how Caucasian everyone, I don't know. I'm trying to do a, anyway. You're trying to do a what? An alphabet. <laughs> oh. It's so funny because I usually on this show it's get just, away with just like trailing off because nobody cares. You did it. Yeah, everybody alive. else is on their phones. So <laughs> That's me. So, well, I mean by everybody else. It's Will just has runner. a really interesting observation about this show that is the first oh. time anybody's ever said this. Oh about our podcast. Oh, the podcast. But yeah, I'll just let you frame it. I'll just let you take this. This is absolutely a violation of copyright law. <laughs> like, absolutely, can you not just play copyrighted material? Like, I, like review shows can get away with, like, you can do clips. Right. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's a loophole because there's no video, but, like, you play, like, the whole show. I couldn't. A lot of times we As do. I was listening to it, I was like, they're playing the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if it's well. I'm pretty sure it is a copyright violation, but I wonder if because of the because like that this w- is mystery science theater. This is the reason there are huge gaps in like the episodes that have been released. It's because you can't just talk over something and be like fair use, man. We talked over it. But it is fair use if you talk over audio. I think because there's no video to go with it, so I, you can't match. I don't. No, I guess think that's so. not a good legal argument. Oh God, Anna's looking around as though she's going to be arrested at any moment. I mean, no one would be arrested; you'd just get pulled. Um, yeah, we would just get pulled. Yeah, which I think would make us really popular. Yeah, it'd be a good bit. I mean, that's the re- the the sad thing is the reason we haven't been pulled is that we're not popular enough. <laughs> I mean, but I also we're... like my niche, you know. Like, I don't want to perform at the Laugh Factory. I... I'm happy at you know getting on good oh, heroin every four oh, months. Oh, you headline clubs and colleges across the country. Do I? <laughs> my oh, favorite I've only, intro. I've only ever done the <laughs> favorite intro. Your next I've... comic is headline clubs and colleges across the country. My favorite intro. I was like festivals that's it <laughs> uh but i have only done the denver the comedy works that's not in downtown denver so that's where i'm at in my career but i am doing the downtown one on november 27th and november 28th and 29th and that's my plug i'm not going to do it at the end because i for the first time got it right it's november 27th so it's done. It's done. 29th it 30th Whatever. Fuck off. I can't do it right. Okay. Anyway, everybody was really silent for that, which made it way worse. Because um, we can't tell you really what dates you're performing on. And respectful, which is why it's more even more pathetic. I know it makes um, me it makes me upset when I when that happens to me. Too. So first thoughts on this episode. Anybody? Anybody? Jump in. Overall thoughts. How much did you watch of it? It's funny that you had forgotten it because I I really remember this episode because I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. It, it it kind of reminded me of a. I did watch Firefly uh, when it was Love on, and it Firefly. reminded me of the Firefly episode with Christina Hendricks, the first one, oh, where yeah. she's like pretending to be like a naive girl who's like, "Well, just take me with you," but she's like a thief, and uh, and she gets everybody super horny for her. Mm-hmm. Um, look, fair enough. <laughs> Always um, a strategy, you know. Uh, this um, whatever you can get. I remember so little of Star Trek, but I know that Star Trek is like, it's like science fiction. It's not like action. It's not adventure generally. It is like yeah. a science fiction first and foremost. And I was just like, 
bummed out by this episode yeah. is first of all this episode features none of the supporting like the supporting cast is barely in it yeah and instead we get fucking Ferengis and some boring ambassador ooh and the and, Ferengis are bad uh, and Famke Janssen <laughs> just doing like so blank like I guess there's no other interpretation of that character but like really the most boring choice you could possibly make and well maybe that's because she's not trying to appeal to you <laughs> See, yeah, that's how I read it. I was like, <laughs> to oh, me she's... specifically, she's so em- she's such an empath. She could read what I want. No, didn't want what twenty five years, twenty seven years in the future. Yeah, doesn't that make you feel special? It's like oh. scratch and sniff technology on te- television. But it's like, but it is that it's it's. So there's none of the supporting. They're just in the ship the whole time. Mm-hmm. They don't even go anywhere. Interest like it's such a. It is as this show. They were like shit. We mm-hmm. don't have enough budget. We only have enough money. We went over budget enough that one episode we have to make for $300. Yeah, and that's And this exactly. was that episode. Because right. even the costumes, when she's in like her wedding dress at the end, I was like, that looks like such crazy shit, I that know. dress. Like they bought that off the rack I at a party it. supply oh, store. I love it. It does it not looks fit her. It like it's her. from Ricky Kikiriki. Kikiriki. It looks... I loved it. I was like, definitely going to be oh. my red carpet gown. And it, but it just doesn't fit. Like it does fit. Oh, she's it does perfect. Not fit. Oh my god! Wow. Look, um, well, costume designer Robert Blackman was proud of his own work on this episode, commenting, "I thought the clothes well in the perfect made were interesting." Robert, I'm going to beat the shit out of Whoa. you if I ever meet you. <laughs> That's a credible threat. Look, I'm really going to get this podcast taken down. Deanna Troy does not appear in. We're going to get a news alert next time we do the show. Uh, I was happy that there was no. Um, Wesley Crusher, because I hate Will Wheaton, because I've been introduced as Will Wheaton so many times over the years. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's brutal. And also, I think he's a clown. and just Oh, like, my God. I really don't like Will Wheaton. <laughs> he's like the kind of guy I detest who just exists that's to like- so funny. He just exists to sell things. Like, the that's charm, his whole point in life. The charm of Will Weldon is being a person who can dislike Will Wheaton and still somehow- Make it charming. Be affable and charming. He exists for all he does is like get people to buy things. Like he's he's so much more responsible for climate change than most people on earth. Oh my god, amazing! He is somehow like a less talented Chris Hardwick. (laughs) (laughs) So like how 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 what a low bar he stumbled under. That's hilarious. Um, I will say I like I don't know being him personally, not so. famous. I've never met him in my entire life. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like being not famous enough that like I famous enough so that I can book like actually work for a living, but not famous enough so that I can say things like a less talented Chris Hardwick <laughs> yeah. and just be like, who cares? You know, like it's really great. Yeah, I, it's a freedom I want to enjoy for as long. Dude, as Dude, when. Chris Hardwick got it. I just remember having a moment where I was like, finally, I can be publicly honest about what I think yeah. about this guy in terms That's of talent. That's how the Me Too movement has affected my <laughs> life in so particular. Funny. <laughs> it's like, it's like I wait- have a list of guys I'm just waiting for yeah. where I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to tell everybody what I think of this monster. That I just think they suck. <laughs> yeah, they're just like also not great at what they do. Um, oh, but also this episode has no, doesn't seem interested in actually engaging with its ideas, which is such right. a bummer in science fiction. That's a really good way of putting it. Because even the thing with Picard of like she bonds with Picard but it doesn't even go into a thing of like and then she's like but I know it's my duty so I'm gonna go do it but it's like if she it just reacts to whatever man is around her then that is exactly the type of woman Picard would secretly long for the one who would choose duty over being with him Mm -hmm. like and that is not a million percent no one even considers like 
like no one you could read that as the subtext, but this is not a show where they don't say out loud what exactly. the yeah, idea is. So like it's it's just like not I'm I'm constantly justifying in universe stuff by saying that it's subtext, <laughs> but but it does isn't. You're right. Yeah. It doesn't actually they don't think of it. But that is a that is a clear uh example. Yeah, this episode is a clear example of um an inability to engage with the the ideas that you're presenting in a meaningful way. Yeah, like truly like the deeper like yeah. the deep it's the ideas they're interested in is like Picard's so good, he's not going to have sex with this slave, which yeah. will then cause like genocide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the ideas they're interested in whereas like it's using this, but they also have this these Twilight Zone scripts that they're using to present all these um, these ideas, and it's like, and the reason people like the Twilight Zone is because they actually they have because it's a show in which you don't know the characters, yeah, and then that way they can ex- explore the ideas, and and there's no reason that it has to be. I mean, I did like. Picard acting here in this episode. Look, he's great. He's you watch the show and but you're like, that's when is that not true? He's <laughs> truly like I hadn't watched it in so long. It's like he's just like heads and tails. There's this episode of Entourage where Matt Damon does a cameo and he's only talking to Adrian Grenier and Kevin Dillon. And you watch it and you're like, it is humiliating to watch yep. how much better Matt Damon is. Like you watch him and you're like, oh, you you don't yeah. even realize because of the caliber of the quality of the projects he's in, and he's generally surrounded by at least like good, but like he's so much better than them. It's as if those other two guys are not on the screen. Yeah, and like, well, like Patrick Stewart is just That's heads amazing. and tails so much better than everyone else. And I love the ensemble, but, I actually but think he's that he, so great. But yeah, he, he raises, is. and I think he's over the out. course of the five seasons that we've seen, like he really does. Just being around Patrick Stewart has made them all better. Oh yeah, like which a, is crazy. There's a difference when you watch uh, Riker engage with like Worf, and when you watch Riker engage with Picard. Like when <laughs> Worf was like, "I need you to kill me," and then, and then Riker was like, "Fuck no!" Like he just like, was so cavalier about it. Like, whoa! All right. He just like throws th- th- things on his like legs. He, he, he can't feel his legs, his and legs. he's like his throws coat. a coat. He walks in and throws a coat on Worf's crippled legs and he's like what's up like I don't see Patrick Stewart ever doing something like that but also Riker is Riker you know Um, also this show it's as if they do not direct the actors in the background because I'm obsessed with background I actors. Love they don't. that. Absolutely. They I love just, background actors. They're just actors. sitting there staring at each other, and you're like, you must like the direct like the first AD is supposed to go over and be like, hey, you guys, just like say like watermelon silently to each other and like wave a water cup they're around. They're supposed to. But like they are sitting there just like nodding, and you're like, it's as if everyone like, or like, and then you'll see an actor just like standing there waiting for the person to come in and cue them with their line. Yeah. The best is when it's a suffering scene when there's a medical disaster and there's a bunch of people <laughs> suffering because it's just people kind of like rocking back and forth, but like in really different. They're, it's like, oh, you guys were all in all really different disasters. <laughs> that are like so, not a guy like rubbing his hand, yeah. like oh, and then cramp. somebody just like ah, like reverberating back and forth. It's incredible. The actress that plays um, what's her name, Famke? Uh, no, Kamala. Um, Kamala. That's uh, Famke Janssen. 
Pumpkin Janssen. Pumpkin Janssen. So her accent also slips in and out. Will just told us how to pronounce it. That's like that's me. Patrick Stewart. Uh, they later worked together in the X Men films, playing Professor Charles Xavier and Jean Grey. Oh yeah. yeah. And she, Femke's character in this episode, introduces herself as an empathic mutant. Description also shared by the character of Jean Grey. Just fun, fun fact. Someone put fun, in there. fun fact, guys. Have a lot of fun with that fact, okay? And even but more be careful. fun fact <laughs> is you, you watch Deep Space Nine. Is I've, that what you said? No, I've never really watched it. No, so, I just know a lot of people say that Deep Space Nine is the best one, and then Next Gen is. That's so funny. That's like backwards. Uh, but it's still like the two close ones. Yeah. Um. So she was supposed to play Jetsia Dax. Um. But uh, she turned the role down. I don't know why. And then Terry Farrell took her place. And so the initial test for the Dax character, the Dax like mutant spots, were different. And then uh, they were not working. The makeup tests were oh, not the, working. Oh, like, the weird like print she has yeah. on around her but hairline. Dax, like later, another oh, character oh. was gonna have a different printing, and then it was not working. And so they took her characters. Uh, makeup because it was going to be her with that makeup yeah that's what's also kind of frustrating about this show is it's such a like big even I mean I already said it but it's like there's just no it's like all you really get of the outside world you're like "Eh," like the Ferengi like right I guess you get some weird uh, like half like you get some weird like face masks when they go to the bar when they go to the like Navy bar where it's like as if she's like hey sailors what's everybody up to oh yeah I forgot (laughs) about that scene and they're trying to constantly trick Data yes into leaving and he does get tricked I love I love shtick I these kinds of shows yeah I do too I I really um it. Yeah, the Ferengi, the treatment of the Ferengi overall on this show bothers me so much because I hate how much time and effort that the Star Trek writers put into developing an entire subspecies and a species culture and like and like uh, literature and music. And then they just treat their that culture as though it's like super one note and they don't have any depth at all to the their there's no like characteristics besides like it's just like a, a two-dimensional caricature of somebody like a miser. Yeah, they're like goofy and they love money. They're goofy and it's they like, love money. Like, cuz I'd always it's, heard the they Ferengi. Are 2D. Yeah, I'd always heard the uh, Ferengi were like, you know, they're obviously like the thing people say are like an anti-Semitic trope. Yeah. And then watching this I was like, well, this is a, I think one of the only episodes I've ever seen with them in it, but like they lack the depth to be yeah. anti-Semitic. They're not. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they're. They're just like super vilified, and and then that's maybe reason people like Deep Space Nine is because they actually have a Ferengi character with some real personality. Oh right, yeah. But um, but I they hate really, this. It's just like, yeah, they really get into it with Deep Space Nine, and we go to Ferengi Nar, and we see like who they are as a culture, and a little bit like them caring for each other, and like there's a little bit more of dimension to them but in this in this and that's uh, when we really get anti-semitic and this, yeah oh is you it know, and that's great and <laughs> they're doing hava nagila when they show up anti-semitic <laughs> thing you're searching for and you were wishing for thank god all i have is wado right now <laughs> the is unstable, Captain. all right so we just I'm jump right board. into the action two sir um, well, basically, there's going to be a ceremony, and Ferengi, Ferengi the they have to, like... They, to they find a broken-down Ferengi ship, right? Standing by. Energize. It farts. <laughs> Whoa. Got them, sir. That's Vok. It's, it's Rom. I mean... Escort our Ferengi guests to quarters. So funny. 
Not too close to mine. Sucks. <laughs> like, like, like there's something with quarters being near each other are gonna have them run it. This is a gigantic Just ship. Like, keep the keep keep those dirt bags away from my quarters. Like they're gonna have stuff the like in the hallways, like drying on a line or something. <laughs> no hurry. We look forward to enjoying the comforts of your fine ship. They look like elephant the elephant man. Yeah. And it is just... <laughs> they brace in ahead of Worf. I think like so the Ferengi weird. are supposed to be like a certain height, so they yeah. frequently like recycle the actors to play different mm -hmm. other Ferengi. Well, they're, they're also like they just they just sound sinister. Like they're just so clearly up to something where they're like, uh, obviously quite acceptable. It's the, it's Thank you so much. It's like the subservient sniveling of yeah. like a yeah a a bee. A, a third string villain in a movie. Yeah, it's pretty like cartoony. Yeah. Um. So then they immediately admit that they're up to something, <laughs> cackle about it, have a great time. And it is that because in DS Nine, Rom has the same set of teeth. It, mm -hmm. He looks exactly like Rom, even though it's not. Rom. Oh, they just. Oh, they just like even they made reused a mold. the uh... same actor, same teeth. <laughs> well, I can't believe you can tell Ferengi apart. Yeah, I'm well, so racist. Know, <laughs> working from your drawings, Ambassador. I hope we're in the ball. I'm half Ferengi. <laughs> oh, I, I apologize. <laughs> Thank That's you. an old human expression. So they always have to describe baseball terminology to everybody all the time at the point where you'd like, so weird. you'd be like, maybe just stop saying baseball stuff because like nobody <laughs> ever knows what it is. Yeah, and it's also clearly like one of the writers loves baseball. <laughs> yeah. They recreate a temple on the ship for this ceremony where um, – a, I don't remember the name of the species, gets married. And, oh, the ceremony is for them to establish new trade agreements. It's a peace these treaty. Two different colonies of this same, like, race or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then this guy's going to be the arbiter, and he's, like, 200 years old. So, but at the same time, the Ferengis have found out that they have this metamorph on the ship and they try to steal it. And because they try to steal it, it breaks out of this bubble. Yeah, they knew in advance. They yeah. were like specifically there to do it. Yeah. And this metamorph is a replicant. What is it? A mutant? It's like a, it's a mutant that's that empathetic. It, Emp it yeah. changes itself to be whatever. Yeah. The men, it's also extremely Hume. heteronormative. Human it? That's yes. what I was, that's that's what what I was, I was like, thinking yeah. too. It I was, was like, woof, like, wow, okay. Any man. It's just so like, I just. that's why I remember this episode specifically. It's just like very male servant thing. Male, male yeah, male, ma male, male gaze. Service. It's written from the male gaze. Yeah, it's, it's for the service but not, of the you, but male you, gaze. So you know what's crazy though? You know who wrote this episode? Andrea Dworkin. She's a second wave feminist writer. <laughs> I, I took a gamble wow. and uh, nobody knew. Amazing. Susan Faludi. <laughs> I <d> um. <laughs> Gloria Allred, writer. Did you watch that documentary, by the way? That's the Allred? No. Okay. No. Well, bye. We both didn't. <laughs> it's on Netflix. So. It's great. Um, Save it for the Patreon episode. Astonishing. The ancient temple of Akadar. So he's really excited. They did a great job on the holodeck. Or Paramount this Studios. This temple bombs, <laughs> and bombs. It's pretty. Two brothers ruled a vast empire from this site. Cool, cool, cool. So they cool. were torn apart by their love for an extraordinary woman. Like, even that. Like, they could have been torn apart by began. anything. Yep. But it's like, 
Of course. By yeah. like relentless it's, bickering. It's if women just didn't make men so horny, our empires wouldn't fracture. Ugh. But they be doing that. So, hey, do you look like you're... So when you walk in here, don't look like you're sneaking. <laughs> like, the way he's crouched, it's like, okay, so you're not crouching in a way where you're disguising yourself at all, <laughs> but you are crouching in a way where you yeah. could not see more up to something. <laughs> yeah, if I was, I think if I was like the the Enterprise and I beam two Ferengis on board, I'd be like, tell me every location where they go. Yeah, yeah. He's like, announce every time they move. Yeah, yeah and he's like, in the teleporter, or in the store, also... There's in the storage room. And true. What's the plan here? For well, the- he's going to break into the cargo bay area and free the metamorph so that he can grab her. Right, but just what? Like and drag then- her out over to the... T- like... There's no plan. They're probably gonna get an escape pod because the trans the cargo bays are also where the pods are. They have like tr- they have like vehicles in the cargo bays a it's, lot of times. It's just the kind of it's like they'd find it's just not it's like it's like being like here's our big plan to like steal a painting from this museum. We're gonna run in and grab it and run out. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody's gonna get you somewhere where, along the way. But then outside too? the museum is the vacuum of space. <laughs> so wait yeah. a minute. And yeah, it's a, a floating museum in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. your ship just exploded, by the yeah. way. Yes. Like so, there's no and this ship is just like fast. So I don't know. Is a Creosian ambassador aboard this vessel? Yes. Can I help you? The ambassador is very busy. Ah, so rude. I feel like they're so mean to them. I'm the captain of the ship. What is it you want? Allow me to present myself. Pa Lenore of the Ferengi trade mission. We are pleased to hear, Ambassador, that you have at last negotiated peace with the Vaultines. Veronica, did you say earlier that they're like a mad TV character? No. Uh, I thought maybe you did. They are like a mad... (laughs) They seem like a mad TV character to me. Like this... If you just had a Ferengi walk into like a coffee shop and have the person working at the coffee shop being like, oh, why is this Ferengi so crazy? That's just a mad TV sketch. That's like every single mad TV sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like weird thing in a regular place with a regular person going, oh, what's this weirdo yeah, on about? The- <laughs> um, so we don't want them disrupting the conference <laughs> is what uh, is is basically his takeaway. So they ha- they're not up, me, like- they're not onto them at all for some reason. Um, even though, like, yeah, again, they're not following them around or whatever. But uh, he's like, oh, they're going to disrupt the conference. I guess they think that they're fans of this diplomat. <laughs> yes. Have you been like in in a cruise ship? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. no, I have not. All right, I was when I was fifteen. I convinced my parents to let me go, <laughs> to let me go away. Alone? Yeah. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> I was well. I had chaperones because it was like a quinceañera thing. Oh okay. But I got away with my thing, where it's like I'm not home anymore. Um, and I'm instead I'm traveling. So <laughs> there's like. I imagine the Enterprise always like compare it to those cruise ships because they're so gigantic and there's so many rooms and they must be like the Enterprise got to be like even bigger than yeah. one one of those. It's so funny. It's like if Carnival Cruise Lines also had a mission to do diplomat like diplomacy throughout exactly. the ocean. Yeah, that's exactly what it <laughs> that's is. Literally how it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, like all, vi- but Viking. Cruises. All these quarters. Yeah. yeah, or Cunard. And even then, it's just like if you're like separate from your group. Like, good luck finding each other, yeah. you know, unless you find each other in the deck, in, like, the pool deck. So it's just, like, hard to be, like, here's this series of, like, encounters with oh, the Ferengis. Yeah, <laughs> You know, it's true. just, like... 
Yeah, this episode lot. makes the ship seem so small yeah. as well. Yeah, it seems That's like- That's a really good point. Like yeah. a little boat. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, hey guys, you're there. Because <laughs> this, this, the boat's small. The Moana, it's one, like the Moana boat. Room. <laughs> yeah. The life of Pi Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Security Stupid. to Cargo Bay 1. <laughs> Lieutenant, what are the Ferengi? Regular to Captain Picard. Just yeah. so annoying. <laughs> so fucking excited dumb. he is. He's like, <laughs> like uh, cartoonishly thirsty for it. Like, why is he standing on the? B- it's. What are you doing? Uh, I'm falling. And then he like, comically I falls off. And why is that thing so delicate that's gonna fall? Yeah. Why is the whole thing propped up by this, this, this laser pillar that if it gets interrupted by one piece of detritus, completely <laughs> fucking falls apart? I know. It is the most precious cargo. <laughs> some of the most precious cargo in the universe. Let's hold it by three little like. Easy to disrupt lasers. Nobody breathed too heavily. <laughs> I was looking for a barber shop. Apparently, I made them incorrect. You don't have hair. And they just like they just like let him run away, like, like, like it's if it's international waters where they're like, well, it's true we don't have rules, so we can't punish him. Confine them both to their quarters. Put a guard in the door. Okay. Okay. Here we go. What is happening? Okay. Finally. And then so sh- Emergence. Oh, gross. <laughs> Emergence. If well, I woke then, up like that, and then that. she wakes up in the dress that she has to wear for the next fourteen days of shooting, from, <laughs> from stasis to yeah, she's for sure like, can I lay on the ground in the dress on the that? Can that be the last the day fa- of shooting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gart's like, uh, biome. Riker is too. She is gorgeous. She's the most beautiful woman that's ever been on this show. Yeah, Riker is for oh, sure like. And the youngest guest star to ever be a love interest to anyone. I am for and you. And I think she was like 28 or 29. No. I bet if usually the guest stars that are like the Picard's love interest yeah. are like. I bet if you're a good middle aged women. I bet if you're in a Star Trek relationship, you're like, if you say to your partner, I am for you, Ulrich Avold, that's like super hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a real turn on. That you can say like a fun sex game. I am for you, Ulrich Gavolt. And it's like, yeah. It it also is like they give you the base rule. It it like she re, like later when he's like, you know, uh, another man walks in the room and she changes for that man. But it's like, but she's in rooms with like dozens of men in it. Yeah. So is she just thing. suffering like a schizophren like like That's like a schizophrenic thing. mood Emotional, thing of yeah. just like shifting around over and over she again. She doesn't and... seem to be, and so that makes me think. I think okay, that's appropriate. That's schizophrenia. Not why it's I don't mean happening. to be ableist. Emo- Emotional well, schizophrenia. Yeah. yeah, or like per- split personality. Yeah, schizophrenia seems like the most uh, apt. But like, why she's not doing it? So then they don't explain that. You know, like maybe she isn't having that because she seems regu- pretty calm. The only thing that really freaks her out is being alone. Right. Yeah. So she's surrounded by people her whole life. Which I get. I know a lot of people who also are like, it's like, well, what do you do when you're she's alone? Like, and they're like, drink, <laughs> like, drink so I, know, I can like, go to sleep. So what, like, he's like, so what canceled. happens when you're alone? And she's like, it's pretty demoralizing, actually. And she's like, isn't that weird? And I'm he's an like, yeah, shell. it is really weird, I'm an empty which shell. makes her feel even worse. What do you do when you're alone? I, mostly I think about how I'm still doing open mics. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mostly am. I think about how I'm still doing open mics, and I'm proud of my valor for that. <laughs> this is so fucking weird. Like, she goes to Picard, and, and she's like, "I'm yours," and then 
he's like, that's not the guy. And she's like, oh, no wonder why you look different than your holograms. So she's seen him. And then oh, she's she like, thought it was like a Tinder thing where she yeah, was like, like, I just assumed you used like, yeah. although Picard is better look yeah, way she's like fucking than- so pumped. Look, no, Kamala, this is not Ulrich. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Of the Federation Starship Enterprise. Look, that explains why you don't look at all like your holographs. I apologize, Captain. And then? As an empath, I could sense your authority. I assumed you were Chancellor Ulrich. And that's my thing. It's just I like, love that. <laughs> when I sensed your authority, I became fully blind and lost my memory. <laughs> like, yeah. what is she saying? Why does that? I know that I, you know, as a as someone familiar with the uh, pickup artist lifestyle, I know that there's generally only one alpha male of the group. So, so well, I there assumed you, go. you were the ambassador. I also think maybe okay, and oh, forgot fuck, all the images I, I I've need seen to stop of you. doing this. But in justifying it in universe, her thing is that she's duty bound to bond with this one person and that whole like that whole process like she's like has to get it right so it's part of this like ceremonial thing and like if you were it's basically like if you were at a birthday party and your thing was to jump out of a cake and sing happy birthday to the person whose birthday it was you would jump out of the cake and if it wasn't you didn't see the person whose birthday it was right away you'd just be like that looks like the guy who has the king hat on <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so she's doing that. She's just like, well. Uh, See, it's funny. I thought of it as more of a thing of like when you show up to a party and people recognize you, but you don't recognize them. So you're just like, hey, yes. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Mine, I, hi. Hey, uh, hi, hey, you. You know, great to, great to see no, how everybody. How have you been? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember me, Kamala. <laughs> yes, Kamala. We've met several times. <laughs> Why wouldn't I remember you? <laughs> My name is Ulrich. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. I was just trying to be nice, Ulrich. <laughs> and then she proceeds to say his name like 45 times in the next 13 seconds. To make sure that he knows, <laughs> yes. that he knows she knows. I know what you're doing, Kamala. You're overcompensating with my name. Your? No, I knew it before. <laughs> Ability to talk about your own neuroses. It's like, it feels like I'm getting injected with it. <laughs> uh, I'm a poisonous person. My aura is poison. It's poison. <laughs> it's a, that's amazing. Good for you to know. My words are fa- hey, snake fangs. And... Why have I been brought out of stasis prematurely? It was an accident. This is quite complicated. Perhaps you and I. It is not complicated at all, Briam. <laughs> Briam. And the captain has no tolerance for prevarication. <laughs> prevarication is a treatment you do before oh, you get the varicose. <laughs> You mean you are using this ship to transport a sentient being as property? Not as property, as a gift. Ah, okay. Oh, oh. I was concerned. Yes, cool. property. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> then, oh, as a property. Yes. Well justified, Ambassador. You're angry. Why? There is a provision in the Federation Constitution that protects an individual's fundamental rights. This is my favorite part of... aboard this ship... You're coming to my rescue. Uh, of Star Trek is purpose. the like utopian the universe and right, right, right. The uh, the idea, the, the like, do no harm. Yeah, not two worlds. Yeah, it's One. the big flaw with the new movie. History, there's a woman. Yeah, which I do genuinely like, but just I know, and I really thing. wish that was part of it because the, what's a flaw? Like they're just too into like blowing shit up. <laughs> I know. It's just like, why don't you just do Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, and in fact, I mean, it, it's not only that they've they disregard the Prime Directive and the utopian universe rules they actively it seems like they're actively hostile towards them because in the first (laughs) iteration of the star trek movie the whole thing is like they're like well 
it's Spock and Kirk arguing about whether or not he should go down to this planet because it would uh, obliterate, it would would completely violate the prime directive to do what he wants to do. And then Kirk's like, fucking watch me. And then he does it. (laughs) And that's the whole beginning of the entire (laughs) franchise. So it's like, well, okay. You know, like this is supposed to be for fans. Yeah, it was just like peeing on top of like the utopic world it was built. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is what I like about Star Trek is slow, diplomatic, moral (laughs) conversation even if they're not well achieved as, a, as an episode I'm just like yeah let's yeah let's it, on this show respect above we, all on this show we stand the attempt <laughs> however feeble <laughs> however feeble we're oh like oh boy you're not a couple Yodas over there at huh? least it's like no. yeah no I'm I, referring to do or do, do not there do is not, no try not, you're yeah. like all we want we're all about the we try over the here try. keep trying man in fact don't ever do <laughs> you we're know great. some people don't try most of the people I track with haven't so you know, do do not not live your life. Like, just try your best. <laughs> We're here. We're there here. is only try. We're great aunts to these people. We're like, yes. yeah. Yeah, you go. Rooting for you no Do you want what. some money? <laughs> was loved by the brothers. Chris involved with such Mark. passion that an empire fell. No, what's the bit? When, when you were like, we're like great aunts, I was going to be like, my like great her, aunt horribly abused <laughs> me. So I'd appreciate if you didn't bring her up. Born in my world for over Worth years. it to me. Metamorph. A mutant. A biological curiosity, if you will. Riker's like, I'm very curious. What a potential made once. In my pants. We get it, Riker. It's the greatest pleasure. And then to become that for him. And you mean uh, you change according to whatever man you're with? It's the next line of dialogue. It's just like. Until I reach the final stage of bonding. I one man. It's like drool everywhere. partner in life. Who's he male? You know that the male writers had a boner the entire time? Oh, yeah. Wait, male metaphors are somewhat common? So why don't we get one of those episodes? (laughs) Male metamorphs are quite common. They, of course, are also only for men, though. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) They're straight, but they're for men. They're still, like, force them. Yeah, they don't have sex. They just, like, talk about sports and stuff. Writing an erotic fiction about that today is when I go home. In fact, I've got to go home now because that sounds so hot. Empathic metamorph male. Males who are born straight, but they have to be like subservient to these like super uh, high up gay villain um, like uh, diplomats in space. Uh, Yeah, it's like a book. Okay, so um, I like this Riker conversation. Why were you in stasis? Metamorphs have a long and complex sexual maturing process. I'm in the finis role, third and final stage. Oh, I'm in my finis role. It also is like... Not only for me, but for the men around me. It's not really super Star Trek, but like... My body is producing an unusual... The build-up for this also feels like it could be establishing a curveball of like, she in fact is trying to like seduce and I don't know, like... like like put a parasite into all of the men on the Enterprise yeah, by, yeah, yeah. through sex or whatever. But like I know they don't. They don't want to. Yeah, she's both Madonna and whore, and they don't want to like. They now, don't I'm wanna, familiar they with don't wanna, Madonna's music, but I don't, don't know whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is you, she from the same uh, same? She era did a of collab music? with Sia and Drake. <laughs> Imagine just calling yourself whore. Who are these people? <laughs> That would be hilarious, actually. If I were ever to be like, and the Grammy a, goes to a... whore, 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 whore. All the fans just like claiming more. SNL, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one more time, whore. whore. <laughs>
<laughs> I love whore. I want to do a track by whore. You should. This is whore. <laughs> nope. Wait, wait, wait. She wouldn't just introduce herself as whore. Is this good? Is this a good beat, Veronica? Ba, 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 ba. Black sheep. No beat. I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm what was your plan for that? Will, I don't know, but you're not facilitating any of this it. All Listen, like... I have not improvised in a long time, so I, I will admit I would rather die than yes and you. Okay, well, that doesn't mean that this week you have to come in and no but me. Not even no but, it's no stop with me. Unfortunately, I'm not an empath. I would really like for them to have picked, like, a really ugly woman and for them to still react the same. Like, cause she technically has pheromone, like elevated pheromones. Yeah, she's given off, uh, yeah, yeah, her- uh, Or just her, like a straight her up- pussy stinks real good, yeah, so the men want her really bad. Yeah, or straight up a <laughs> Judy Dench, like, like somebody in their like mid 60s. Yeah, cause like, like very rotund. Like the, uh, the empath race, betazoids, like they reach sexual maturity at like, 60 something something mm -hmm. like that that's when they get the horniest and when they're like ready to mate yeah like an Anne Dowd or it's like I mean this would be harder to shoot through like the perspective but like she looks different depending on the man looking at oh, her oh that's a budget we do not have sir. well you know <laughs> that we don't have no we and I'm at <laughs> yeah. and I am you're with like, them you're like you're such a fan of the show yeah. it's like sports fans referring yeah. to the team as we yeah it's my yes. fantasy team yeah you refer also, to Star Trek as we also we're saving for the impending lawsuit so but I agree <laughs> I it's true we are Saving up, we 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 and the money. Um, but like, because the idea, like, Why? I'm like, she's talking about how her pheromones are creating an effect in every man around him and around her, and I'm like. You're just like gorgeous and have like no bra. Like that's yes. just, <laughs> yes. it's so easy. It's so easy for every man to be like, a go, go, I know, because she's really the girl that like, she does provide that um, ability to empathically sense what the man wants, but it's like, also if she didn't, it wouldn't change much yes. about their initial reaction well, to her. I, ha I have the mutant yeah. power to be able to fucking get it, man. Yeah, like, by and, being and like, and like, genetically like, gorgeous, <laughs> so. Yeah. You're like, if she she comes along and she's a straight up twelve, and she's like, actually, I have the ability to empathically sense what men want, and then men are like, and turn. Oh, that's why I'm so yes. horny, and turn okay, into cool, because yeah. I didn't wasn't horny before you said yeah. that. Now I get it. And turn and yeah, I can turn into anything a man wants yes. as I grow up yeah. Yeah. into a full human. R Riker's just like sweating in the corner, like, <laughs> boy, she sure does look like a thirty-year-old woman to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would have yeah. been interesting for the sci the sci-fi of it, like if that's what it is, if this is what this race is and the sexual maturity of it is, then it's like if she was not attractive, if she yeah, was it doesn't need yeah, to be. Because you're right, she's. Just fucking hot. Yeah. She's so, it is a thing of when she came out, I was pretty sure it was Famke, yeah, but like, I was like, God damn, she, even with that, her, like, bad 90s hair, like, she's hot. Man. Yeah, she's right. Perfect. She's just like gorgeous. She has perfect she's lips. Luminous and is looking gorgeous. Woman. She's So it's hard for it to be like, okay, um, it must be the pheromones I'm emitting. They're very, very special. Nope. It's not that. I think it's actually something else. And also now, Reich, uh, she just kissed Riker. She kissed Riker so good. Since the elevated pheromones you were referring to. 
with my eyes. Speaking of things that are elevated. <laughs> curious isn't exactly how I'd describe it. I would describe it Rick hard, <laughs> motherfucker. Rick hard. It's my new phrase. You mean there's something even more remarkable about you? You learn so quickly what stimulates a man. The second time's even better than the first. And so she's just DTF a lot. She should have done something weird, like put her hands in his armpits. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> And he's true. like, please do not like, tell anyone just, about that. You just that. see a finger like this go <laughs> yes. right up his nostril. Yeah. And he's like, look, please, whatever you do, I don't want people to know that she, that's what I like. She goes immediately into like, uh, butt play. <laughs> yeah, she's like, turn around. I know what you're into. And then she like pulls out a snake for him to fuck. <laughs> gonna be a long voyage it's like the top floor in a brothel he's like you can't possibly oh my god <laughs> it's very hard to have a boner in those uniforms it's just like so visible they're right? like they're like wendy's uniforms they sure are. they're so not hot. like no one the there's a wendy's i'm not gonna say where but there i've seen one wendy's one employee at a single wendy's where i was like oh damn she looks good in that uniform and that's the only time ever Despite the fact that it's like... It's so ill-fitting on every single person. They do it so that you would never see them as sexual. You see yes. them as like a vehicle. To Automatons. Your, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a vehicle for your food. So here's Into Crusher. virtual prostitution. Beverly. Prostitution. Arranged marriages have been the basis of political alliances in many cultures, including our own. I'm surprised at you. She knows exactly what she's doing. She has been conditioned since the day she was born to believe it's perfectly acceptable to exist only to please men. But she wants like to do this. And bred by those people to seal a treaty. That's with like every woman. Yeah, this is like all the right, fine, this is like the scene that's kind of makes it all frustrating is because like this is the only scene that raises like the like kind of gets into like the real questions of it. Right. But then after this it's just like right, Well, I, whatever. Ethically good, speaking. Like, what is the actual problem here? Because it also this seemed- person's duty is to be um, to bond with a person. One one person's like life duty is to bond. If we're not looking at it in a gendered way, then we can t- and we can do that because it, it's not. We don't. We can't assume that that gender is patriarchal or that species is patriarchal. So we can look at it in a non-gendered way and go. Yeah, because okay, maybe this- that ambassador works for. A woman. A woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you didn't think knows? about that, you sexists at home. So, right. You assumed it was a man. You so, make me sick. So, all right. At home. Listen, I'd like to apologize to our fans who feel personally victimized I by Will Weldon. I puked all over myself. <laughs> so, but or as we call it, the old turns on Riker. But I'm saying if the person <laughs> right. is born to right. exist to please one other person and bond with that person yeah, yeah. and be the be like the companion to that one person Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like problematic one way or another if we don't know much about if we if we look at it as like even if it was a human being like oh i exist to like if it was a man for a woman and she she also like bonds to and her personality like changes and becomes what the person and that's a whole other angle through the bonding process. So it also is a weird thing because it is like, then it's like, well, then does this, does this person even have, like, it, yes. they don't even have free will in that instance. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. not really Sarah an arranged can. marriage. It's like, uh, it, it, it's almost like the an issue people life. have. It's like some, the issue people bring up, I've heard some people bring this up, the issue of with like sex robots where it's like, well, but as AI gets better and better, better, if we're creating these things for like, you know, people to just fuck is how close is that to 
like when does that become slavery? Even mm-hmm. if we're programming them to do that. Yeah. But like if otherwise they're so intelligent and so human seeming, like, right. when does it not become uh, acceptable? And this is like a weird situation where it's like, well, then if this person just will do this, it is fundamentally their nature, then like, it, 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 like are they even, they're almost not even the same species as yes. the things they represent. Yes. But they're still a living thing. Yes. It's That's exactly s- right. Like a like a like a parasitic species or a you know like all sorts of different animals who who They're symbiotic. Who breed differently symbiotic species. I mean parasitic, let's not besmirch the why woman we barely does, know her. What and and why and why that's and and also the parallel with a person who is who maps their entire persona based on what they sense that the person they're with I mean, that's pretty dark. Like, that's a thing yeah. that women do already in a, you know, today. Well, we've been trained to, and we've, uh, and, and, and to so think like, that that's what we're supposed to do. And which that's, is the part that's, that's most interesting some, to me watching this. Yeah, and there's, like, so many women who are completely miserable because they feel that's what they do. Yeah, that's and, then they, and that's why when you break up as a woman, like, there is an extra level of a breakup where you're like, it's not only... The, the like sadness of being apart from that person but then it's the identity crushing thing where it's like you've you've formed yourself as like I am Chad's girlfriend um, and like excuse I me am... men also have that problem we have to start buying clothes for ourselves okay <laughs> There's... we have to start picking out our own outfits right so... and so for you guys it's a very surface <laughs> level thing yeah. and for women it, yeah it's like they've they've they're the type of music they like the friends they have it everything also... is like this it also raises the question of like the person then who gets mapped to. Yeah. It's also the type of thing of like the kind of person who is comfortable with like, yes, like, yes exactly. they're automatically going to like me. Yes, exactly. So like Picard can't like I'm I'm frustrated that Picard was even like I, I'm frustrated that Picard's not having more of a inner struggle actually liking this person because of the fact that it's like she's just mapping to me I, it's, it's it's false yes, like, I can't... like this episode would have been much better if this conversation had happened in the episode yes as opposed to exactly. between three great three friends incredibly sharing a wonderful moment super intelligent comedians who should be booked more <laughs> or it could be like so please book me less <laughs> so if, if picard and crusher are talking about this and during this conversation picard was like i know it's hideous like i've Frankly, I find that repulsive as well. It's just like we can't mess with them. Like there's that. That's and, what they yeah, do. and like the struggle but, of like I, I don't want to spend time with her because I know I'm going to like I don't want to spend time with her because I'm she's gonna map to me. And, like, I, and I'm sure she'll, despite my best attempts, she'll become exactly what I would selfishly right. want in a person. And then can someone by proxy? Even be able to resist that fundamentally. No, yeah. and then I'm. I'm. I, he's also like his duty is to ensure that this treaty happens and like respecting their cultures. He's just there and as a vehicle. His connection with Beverly is. It's, it's just so like strange. They could have like been it's like so more buddies about this. It's and so be like, strange like to us, me. Like we're doing right now. It's so strange to me that his his conversation later on with Beverly when he's struggling with this isn't more of a empathetic uh, contrast for him to go. Okay, I'm struggling with this. I'm having all these like attractions to her obviously it's sexual etc and I have like normal human emotions but like 
this the the things we were talking about now, like this person exists to please others. I don't know what's real, what's not. And then Beverly's there as the other alternative. Like this is a human woman who I've had sort of like a thing with and I do have well, like I treasure they. in my life in a lot of ways and why do I do that well because she's her own person and doesn't exist solely for me yeah. and so that contrast could play and he could be like oh right like you are real the divorce rate and with metamorphs is very high exactly like it's cr- <laughs> it and 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 it's yeah. fine it's fine to me if metamorphs are like you're attracted and you're all in that new relationship energy phase. And then later on, human beings can't really sustain. And then the other species that they're made for, it does work out. There's that classic Chris Rock bit um, where he's like, new metamorphs are illiterate. <laughs> I think that's it. When he's What's... like, new pussy's illiterate. Oh. It's like a whole, he's talking, oh. yeah, the new pussy new bit. Pussy. That's funny. Okay. New metamorph. Um, that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> the best and most dismissive. That's the name of my album. But <laughs> that's, funny, I like anyway. that's funny anyway. <laughs> I like it. Hey, good one. Uh, anyway. I like it. So, um. I like it. So, um. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, what I'm saying. But also, no, like. Good watch the, anyway. One of the flawed premises here to me, too, is, is the fact that if I got a guy, right, who's just, like, built for, to adjust to me as I am right now, and I'm, like, trying to, like, change so many things about who I am because I don't like them, and I'm realizing, like, right. I could be better. And then that person just, like, bonds with me. And then I'd be like, oh, right. You're growing and changing. I change. Like, I want someone to challenge me to be like, bitch, call you out on some things. And then yeah, I'd be can like, a metamorph oh, grow and change. Yeah. If that's what you really deep down desire. I mean, yeah. my metamorph would be fucking rude to me. Yeah, she would. <laughs> she would be like Jerry on Succession. Yeah, she would be like, <laughs> like you're disgusting. Little like, don't watch. I don't watch. Yeah. Well, well, I'll watch okay, it. Okay, can I just say one line from him? Just... <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Please do not ruin any character names for me. <laughs> I just like... My favorite part about a show is learning the characters' names. <laughs> yeah, well, don't do that. Huge reveal. Don't say them here. <laughs> um, You're my... constantly like, uh, trying to get IMDB taken down for spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, you don't know. I flag them. I flagged everything. I flag everything that says something I don't know. Um, well, yeah, my I I don't know. My metamorph would be like, I guess, uh, get ahead of my ADD. They'd be like, you forgot this. Ooh, I love that. Service, oh, man. But then I'm like, but that's well, codependency. I want an assistant. Yeah. yeah, that's codependent. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like, hey, here's this thing. Uh, don't do that. It makes me, I, I feel like I'm in a perfect relationship. And you are too, I think, right now. Like, you have a, you know. I mean, yeah, so And far, I so feel good. like it's like. It works. And then I'm like, and then I'm, and I'm, I'm glad it's I'm an, not. It's a daily commitment I, I make again. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm not high because I'm like, I'm be like, oh, dude, is like Garrett my metamorph? <laughs> Honestly, my metaphor like, would probably just like kill me in my sleep. <laughs> so you can rest in peace. Mine yes, too. Yeah, I'd my be... my my deepest deepest desires to just like smother me with a pillow while I'm asleep. They'd be like, "You <laughs> suffered. So nice. You suffered too much. Yeah, you really great. want this." And it's, I'd be like, "Yeah, it's I think, over. I rest." Think so. <laughs> I can't decide. And then the sleep, police would be like, "Why sleep. does he have an erection?" <laughs> <laughs> sleep, sleep. <laughs> Let's destroy any chance of peace That's so passive-aggressive. That's like out of character. Let's interfere in their society, their customs. This is that my metamorph. Who calls himself an ambassador. They've both been so confined oh. to in her a, quarters. In, in his she most is a like, prisoner in there. Androgynous. I yeah, I thought that. that was like Joni Mitchell or something. I know. <laughs> Doesn't he look like things you should find out about. feminine? Oh, yeah. I know. So Talk to her about it. That's my thing. Good. 
Lovely breakfast. Wow. Bam. Of course she's mad. They, they, eat, mad bre- they eat breakfast together I mean, like, day. you couldn't empathize yeah. with me in here, in, like, in private? Yeah. Captain Picard, what a delightful surprise. Come in. Yeah, Thank like, you. just all of the possibilities, or even, like, maybe the, like... Imelda Staunton. Are you comfortable? The person he would... What? Reasonably. <laughs> I'm Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm on a different... Oh, the person he would most... my attention. Like, metamorph with, or they would metamorph into, <laughs> is, like... Is someone who like wouldn't be interested in him because yeah. he's so obsessed with it's it's just like they don't explore it's just like what I, what is it she like ends up she's like oh look at this ancient civilization's art and it's like oh so I like Picard, a thing you like you're so late like it's so like, basic it's like a five hundred days of summer where yeah. she's like you like the Smiths you like this it's the you like the Smiths <laughs> moment and you're like oh Joseph Gordon Levitt manic pixie dream girl yeah no, yeah yeah it's honestly. Just like, it's like it. He, that movie is pretty good. It, oh god! Uh, it ends with the line, "What's your name, Autumn?" All right. Well, <laughs> you're right. The end sucks, but I like a lot of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's role choices. Let me just say that. Um, but uh, also, um, uh, but it's still a, like a uh, an archetype, the manic pixie dream girl, the perfect girl. Yeah, but this is a literal manic like. pixie dream yeah. girl, right? So it's like if we, this is the. Like the criticism of Manny Pi- Manic Pixie Dream Girl in fiction, they this is the exist. embodiment if they just existed. And but and yeah, and they're not interested in like like or even what we were talking just now. If like Picard could be is, afraid of like oh I'm God. afraid to Which be around so... her and find out what I and be confronted with what I actually think like so feel would is my perfect. It's like the Manic Pixie Dream Girl trope made sentient and then written into a show where they can't write the manic pixie dream girl if sentient because their male gaze is too stubbornly attached it's like and then the the literal title of the character is meta what morph <laughs> okay well if <laughs> if you understand what i just said listeners hashtag i mean i don't know that that was their plan considering this episode predates the coining of the term uh, no, no, no. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Because people, fine, fine. Um, uh, fine, 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 fine. I believe it was created for um, in Nathan Rabin's review of uh, Golden Thank you. State. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's uh, the, the the iconic Natalie Portman headphones moment. Yeah. Um, Nat, yeah. or as I refer to her, Natport. <laughs> um, so she's saying Brilliant. all the things that she. Well, she finds it curious that he's like, exactly what about when you're you alone? She's like, I'm incomplete. Nothing to it. Bye. I'll speak to the Yeah, she just, I mean, she's like, I'm curious and adventurous and thrilling, just Thank like you. you. It's like, God, what a like basic Tinder profile that is. I know. Yeah, she's like, she's like, like I just I'm like, just like you. I want you to take, let's not get drinks. Let's go on an adventure. Right. She's like, do you want to get drinks at this bar or do you want to get IPAs and a kayak? Yeah, <laughs> and he looks up, there's a photo of her at like the light thing outside the Getty or whatever. She has like it? a ship in a bottle suddenly. <laughs> it's like, why? Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, it's an interesting uh, subject matter to think of someone like, to think of like all the men dealing with this and also like Crusher dealing with this. I just, I wish it was like explored different, like what we're exploring yeah. right now. But of course it's 30 years ago. So at least like, the writers had like the consciousness of of writing yeah. Crusher a scene where she's like, I don't like this. This is ba- written back when Joe Biden could form sentences. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> just that. Oh. Uh, the eponymous word salad. Oh, I'll have the word salad. 
just what like there is an appeal of watching um, him and Donald Trump debate and just like being <laughs> like who can who who will have their dentures fall out of their mouth the fewest number of times. Well, yeah, the crazy places <laughs> it could go if they just let them talk to each other. Yeah, you are uh, ISIL. But you're, buddy, buddy, I think you're the only uh, joker around here. <laughs> I think it's interesting. Your, your, your son is a criminal, and you can't get an erection. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, so this is, she hangs out with Data. This is great for me because Data's like... I can like, understand why Captain Picard chose you to be my chef. And it would also would be interesting if like, I mean, I guess she's already kind of doing the blank thing. If like when she was around him, she was like, I feel like I'm... A, like she, like, like a, if she was like, I feel like I'm alone right, right. now. Yeah. I feel the way I feel when I'm alone. Yeah, and that's like when an you can android. Be like, that's because I got no emotions, bitch. I got nothing to <laughs> give you. I got nothing to give you. Man three, man four. <laughs> Also, like, I, they uh, get, this is classic, like, Worf, just like, like, not knowing what to do, just yeah. sitting there holding his drink, super Excuse weird. Me. But I'm absolutely certain that we met once at Polaris Colony. I've never These guys absolutely live in Neither Glendale. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not a great podcast joke, but. <laughs> Extremely but enjoy it. It's pretty great. <laughs> but if you're at home. <laughs> Like, why and are also, there so like, many of them? And this thing, too, of, like, you're being very rude. I'm going to take her four feet from boys? here. Eldorian Ales, aren't you? And it's mine, too. Like, this is the kind of in- only... Inter- like, this is the only moment where she actually seems very different from other times. Yeah. Where she becomes, like, a bar floozy. Yep. I believe I will stay. <laughs> Mr. Data's protecting me tonight. She's suddenly drunk. Yeah. From you, I guess. All these ugly, that's how I feel at a bar. Like, all these ugly ass men yeah. just being like, rawr, rawr, I noticed you're like, forward. Oh, like, oh, what are you drinking th- tonight, it's, honey? It's weird that with those faces, those guys are standing in the brightest part of 10 forward. <laughs> like, you know, it's you bad. really want a booth in the corner, dude. That bar is also big time sausage fest. Like, it's it is all really, men oh, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, yeah. You know, it's they bad. They wandered into a gay bar Norm- and those guys are just having fun with her. You, normally, it's like <laughs> Keiko and her baby. It's bad. <laughs> Just being like, Wham! and like Whoopi Goldberg tending bar, so that usually it's a more of a safe space. Is she a lead if or Whoopi, a recurring character? She's recurring. So oh, okay. if Whoopi was in this episode, she'd be like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, I hate you." Data, are you dumb? Like, why are you here? Yeah. Uh, it's like Data. <laughs> you know, it's a bad thing in society when you're relieved that a hotter girl comes in. You're like, oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> All right, you go towards her. Oh, I, I've Thank had God. that moment so many me, times. Me too. I Every time so like, I'm in an elevator and I'm like, <laughs> and then yeah. suddenly a hot girl comes in and I'm like, Thank cool. you. Thank you for taking the Got your back, girl, me. but it's not on me, you know? Yeah. Told the captain not to worry. And a little bit you're checking around. Time like anybody else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on down to the X7. We'll show you a good time. Get rid of the android. They had to make them so oh, ugly yeah. so like to Is drive the point here? home. No, sir. Uh, no problem. Uh, I'm the ugliest one. This has never <laughs> happened in Ten Probably Forward before. A bit too ebullient for comfort. Yeah, why would he Perhaps bring her to a bar? Nice, quiet, I mean, maybe I guess like you're saying it's not normally rowdy. Watch so. this. She growls at him, and it's awesome. Seductive growling. That's what I did to my cat, and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> That that to me is the only moment in the episode that is genuinely charged with like sexual. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Right. It I, really did this one moment. I, I was like, hold on. <laughs> I have confidence. I also like. Imagine Worf just fucking dragging those forehead creases. Uh, 
down that yeah well, hey, it works uh whatever works you know and I, on the old uh <laughs> i agree mind. man <laughs> i was gonna refer- no i'm not it's fine so <laughs> see you're getting too horny <laughs> so but uh, so Picard they have a spends fun, like an inordinate uh, amount of time with a her. fun meet cute where there's like a montage of them like doing xylophones together oh yeah i yeah, love yeah. classic like lazy sci-fi like a, eh, just make it a sci-fi xylophone it's is always the instrument a, si- a xylophone we, i have to learn the ritual and then it's just like do do I gotta check back in with uh, with Doctor Pressure. The spaceship is always farther. <laughs> Let's check back in with the only person who's recent. We have to learn the ritual. I also find that, and then later, like playing uh, smoke on the water on a recorder. But then later on, the ritual is when she meets him, and yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, there's no ritual. They really. They really do not. It is not a Chekhov's ritual situation. Because they already showed it. Basically, they showed everything they could. It's also a thing, a weird trope of like two people who aren't supposed to fall in love, falling in love over like one of them teaching the other one how to do something. Where like they're like, great job. And then they stare at each other. And then they're like, we should get back to that. Whereas in real life, the situation is usually like, "Ah, I mean, I think you're getting it. And you're like, don't patronize me. I'm awful at this. I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, you grow it to hate each other. That's that's just something else. That's such a Will Weldon take. Because like everybody else experiences it. Like, actually, we worked together this thing. And it was like, he did this thing. And it was like really fucked up. And like, but like, honestly, he's getting it. But like. Whatever, don't do, he sucks. But you're like actually yeah, falling. And I like, resent in that this Will person Weldon's is better life, than- <laughs> the person is like, don't fuck. Will told me one time, he was like talking, we were talking about how shitty general meetings are. And like, he was like, I just had a general meeting that turned openly hostile. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> like, it went from being like, well, what the fuck are you talking You sit behind this desk all day, just like being so. Normally, look, normally I'm great at them. But yeah, sometimes, every now, they're either like a nine or 10 out of 10, or they're like a, a two or three. Hostile. Where, yeah, I'm just like, where I'm just like, just validate my parking and let me go. That's great. I mean, if you're over it, you're over it. And why shouldn't you just be like, yeah, great. You know, I exist. Are we done here? Can you check me off in your fucking calendar? Yeah, like, have you justified your job today? I owe you nothing now. Bye. Yeah, Yeah. I'll definitely send you that idea. (laughs) I want to check back in with Dr. Crusher. Um, Because she has reason, it seems. So Picard's like in love. She's pouring that tea so slowly that she's like mad. (laughs) It's clear. I'm sorry. Well, maybe how normally we have breakfast and today there's liquid. She's like, my boy, Fanny. What? For your thoughts. Fanny, for your thoughts. Oh, for my thoughts. Do you have one? I'm sure the replicator will have one on file. Oh, right, because pennies don't exist. But the the, the phrase sometimes, somehow, made it. Only might take off the uniform for a moment. (laughs) That's how he asks to have sex. (laughs) I need to talk to a friend. Of course. I like those mugs. Actually, it's all your fault. Mine? You insisted that I look into her situation. The metamorph? (laughs) Like, who else would he... No, Diana Troy. <laughs> yeah. I asked her if her hand was still hurting, and now I want to fuck her. I spent quite a lot of time with her in the past few days. Xylophone stuff, you get it. And you're right about several <laughs> things, Beverly. Her entire existence has been orchestrated for this moment, and she intends to go through with it to help her people end the war. 
And you're saying there's nothing you can do about it? It isn't that simple. Oh, he's such a good actor. I barely know who she is and... and who she is changes the moment the next man comes into the room. And I find myself hoping that the next man won't come in. But of course he does, and in a few hours the settlement. All of a sudden, she, she loves will... college football. <laughs> she will mate, and she's got a Boston accent. Cares about her, and I can't help thinking how she will be with him. How she will change to accommodate him. What if the guy likes like really ugly women? Yeah. I wish I knew how I could help. Or, you know, like a nice big ass. <laughs> what does she do in that situation? <laughs> it's like a little show. bit, my anaconda don't want you. none if you're a metamorph. Always has been. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, obviously not the last part about her changing. I, I mean, even the change, like, that scene... I really would make a lot more sense in the con in the context of an episode where she actually had agency over agency. who she chose and she was like, yes, I can change myself to be whoever with whoever I want, but like I wish it could be with you. Time? As opposed to like, well, bad luck, we spent too much time together and it just happened. It just happened. Do you have any questions like, about this? It didn't she I bonded with you. Yes. She bonded with him because just by chance, not through any kind of choice. It's like that a she made. it's like a ticking time it's like an animal yeah. species. They spend time together and they're like genes map really towards matter. each other or whatever. It's not like not even matter. It's not a it's not agency. It matters. I wish I could convey to you what it's like to be a metamorph. To feel the inner strength of someone. Realize that being with him is opening your mind and heart to endless new possibilities. Accent slip. She's from to the Netherlands. Say, yeah. I like myself. She speaks like I'm four languages, so that's why I'm giving her a hard time because I'm jealous. <laughs> Good for you. Are you sure she speaks four languages? Did she just Come tell on. you that because she was metamorphing at for you? For a metamorph, Fuck. there's no greater pleasure and no greater wish than to bond with that kind of mate at the end of the finish rope, as I've bonded with you. With me. Who I am today, I will be forever. Data to Captain Picard. No, no, data. It's so funny. But sir, Chancellor Hall is waiting to receive you in Holodeck 7. But sir. Acknowledge. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, we jumped over the scene, too, where... We can't go through with the ceremony. The um, ambassador gets knocked through a glass table by the Ferengi, which is... Actually, not a bad fall under the glass table. All right. Like it's, they just hold the camera there, and you see him fall. I was like, that's I expected good. a cut, because that's an old guy, man. That right, actor's right, right. old. He's he old. went right he did through a that great thing. job at that candy glass. I would not um, have done that. Candy glass hurts. It's still sharp. It's still sharp. It's still hard. Yeah. I it got, looks like fucking it's solid. Yeah, yeah. I got cut open by candy glass. That's so humiliating. He'll never know. I'm still empathic. I will be able to please him. 
And like that's intensely depressing. It's so Where she's dark. like, I'm not even, I'm just going to spend the rest of my life. And we and find we out that like they're old. Here. They live a long time. Yeah. And we find out that the guy she has to pretend to love is the worst. Yes. It's not even like he seems cool. He's just like, I like stuff. Like, I just like being a diplomat and I, treaties. I'm, of course, more worried about the finances than yeah. uh, the slave woman you're providing yeah. me with. Yeah. He's like, uh, hi. He's also kind of dressed a little like Gaddafi. Yeah. And he's, of course, got, ugh. The worst kind cut for his haircut. <laughs> that is like. Uh, and then what, another thing that the last thing that bothered me about this, which why is the the dress that the bride wears like a bride's dress? Why <laughs> like an earth bridal gown? This just looks like something that like Elizabeth Taylor wore to one of her eighteen. Uh, yeah, weddings. I was thinking it looked like something like yeah, like uh, something from. Um, like a Laura Ashley wedding collection. Yeah. I mean, that obviously was not what I was <laughs> Also, like, it's so selfish that Picard just went and, like, bonded with her because yeah, now he, she's fucked. He didn't, like, I feel like he didn't understand. He's yeah, like, you could just He'll bond. move on. Yeah, we need a scene of him now being like, I've done a horrible thing. <laughs> like, I did a bad thing and, I, like, like, or, or like, maybe we could just still date. <laughs> yeah, like if, he wants to be her side piece. Yeah, I'll be your side piece. <laughs> like, this is awful. Can you just, like, uh, keep an open marriage? What do you guys think? Yeah. Um, yeah, he shouldn't have spent so much time with her. But, you know, when I watched this episode, it reminded me, like, it broke my heart that Picard felt like that. Yeah, you he, know? He's, like, not, he's, like, not haunted by... <laughs> how she's gonna have to live now. Picard doesn't get haunted very often, you'll notice, though. He, a lot of things happened to Picard. Like, he lived an entire life as another man and fell into, he had a marriage and children and grandchildren in the inner light, and then he just woke up the next day and it was all a dream. And he was just like, well, I need a nap. Like, and then he was back to work. So he became a Borg. It's a lot. He's not haunted very easily. And I mean, get, I feel like the Borg thing. I think I thought I remembered him having some Borg trauma. He has trauma. way more Borg trauma than he has the thing about how he lived an entire <laughs> life as another man, which always bothered me so much. These elf people. Um, okay, so that's that episode. I'm really glad that we had you on to discuss this show because your yeah, nuanced your nuanced opinion and, and warnings about our future li litigious uh, <laughs> struggles is is heated. Uh, yeah, you make a great episode of Treks in the City. Will, do you have anything to plug? Um, uh, yeah. Just cut this out. Uh, He's doing terrible. Uh, oh, kidding. God. No! <laughs> uh, I have an album called, uh, Fuck This Guy. And <laughs> that's what it's called. And, uh, every Tuesday, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, I, I co-run a show at Senior Fish in Echo Park. There we go. Would love it if people came. Because I've never running been a to show Senior Fish. is the worst. Every Tuesday? It's Every sucks. Tuesday. Really? I didn't know it was every Tuesday. Yeah. Well, running well, a show, it's you, really can I do hard. It? I hate it. Yeah, yeah. I'll for promote sure. it. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, do the two. Uh, we're booked for months. Uh, I'll uh, sure, throw sure, you on the sure, list. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I'll be on the list. Um, you guys, this has been great. You should uh, bang your phone around on the table a few more times. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, right? <laughs> Well, right, guys? Guys, we will talk to you soon. Um, Next time we hear from yes, you, Veronica Alice, may we will. be back from Fafari. 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 She will have seen the big five. Oh. All right. Love you guys. Hopefully. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. 
Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Ew.